Hello, friends. It is Matt Hensley here, joined by Jay Allen Murray. And you didn't hear Jared's voice at the very beginning because he's at T4G and we're low-key jealous on that. But we are here today with some SBC news and maybe a few views that we may have about Easter and some of that stuff, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But before we do, Jay Allen, how are you and how was your Easter? I'm doing well. Uh, recovering from the long weekend, had a lot of Easter events, had a, a great Good Friday service with three other pastors, and I got to invite the pastor who led me to Christ to be one of our preachers on Friday night, and uh, that was just cool. I, who would have thought all those years ago when he led me to Christ, we'd be sharing the pulpit together. And then Saturday, we had a great outreach, um, had some families come to church we've been trying to reach out to for a while. and. I got to share the gospel uh, on Friday and Saturday, and then Sunday morning we had a great morning at church, had a lot of visitors, and a great time with family as well, and so it was good. How about you? How were things in Texas for Easter? Well, so it was a mix of Texas and Kansas, uh, or Missouri. No, no, that's Missouri. It was both, because I went to Kansas City, and I guess that's kind of both, and I think we went back and forth. I don't really know how that works. Uh, I'm not really good at geography outside of Texas. So I know that it's north of us and we were up there. And Texas is known as a great barbecue state. Kansas City is known as a great barbecue city. And uh, they are especially known, I believe, for their burnt ends. And I did get to partake in that. But my kind of whirlwind Easter weekend started at Southwestern Seminary on Thursday for a church revitalization conference, went to a Rangers game. And then I hopped on a plane and went to Kansas City, maybe the worst airport I've been in. Uh, but uh, but anyway, went there and uh, preached at a Good Friday service and hung out, did some of the um, visited Midwestern, ate some barbecue, uh, had a good time. And then I flew back and uh, we had some of our kids were in the choir with my wife uh, for Easter Sunday. So we went to that. And then... I, I've become that member that I always could not stand when I was a pastor. When I start doing the invitation and those people are like zipping up their Bibles and everything and then slipping out the back door when you start praying, I become that. And so when Bart makes his way down to the front to start giving his invitation, I'm packing up all of my stuff and I'm out the door because I got to go preach. And so I did that, went and preached at Trinity Baptist. We had a great Sunday there, a great crowd. And uh, then I went home and my mama came over for Easter lunch. And that was great. We ate like kings. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But real quick, while I was at Southwestern, there was a little news that came out that Dr. Kenneth Hemphill, the seventh president of Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, was appointed distinguished fellow of the Hemphill Center for Church Revitalization and senior professor of church revitalization in the Roy J. Fish School of Evangelism and Missions. Here's a long title to fit on that business card. They're going to give him like maybe a postcard for his business card. But super uh, congrats to Dr. Hemphill. Excited about what he's going to do at the Center for Church Revitalization. But until the very end, we're not talking about Easter. We're not talking really about Swibbits. We're going to talk a little bit about some SBC news. We took the week off for Easter, but there was something that happened right before Easter. What was that, Alan? Well, I believe uh, the myriads were rejoicing who have been calling for this news to take place for many years. Your pastor, 
uh, has been announced to become a nominee for president of the Southern Baptist Convention. That's right, folks. Bart Barber put his name in the hat. That's news to me. I didn't know that, uh, but uh, I am super thrilled. <laughs> no, I, Southern Baptist Convention Pastors Conference President Moi has announced his intention to nominate Texas Pastor Bart Barber for the Office of SBC President at the upcoming SBC Annual Meeting in Anaheim, June 14th and 15th, twenty twenty. Two, he is technically the fourth announced candidate, uh, but is actually at this point only the third candidate who will be considered by the messengers for the position. Because, as you know, Willie Rice was announced as a candidate last month, but then withdrew his candidacy on Wednesday, April 6th. So a lot to keep up. And there's still many more weeks to go before the annual meeting, so many more may throw their hats in the wing. I might even throw Jay Allen. I don't know if there's any rule against nominating multiple people. I might say, hey, I'm going to nominate Bart, Jay Allen, Jared, and Kyle. And it's just going to be a free-for-all for all podcast listeners. So, Jay Allen, save this episode and tell us maybe a few deets on Bart Barber. Uh, important details like his love of popcorn and the fact that he owns cattle or important information like he is the pastor at First Baptist Farmersville and he has to put up with you on a regular basis. That's qualification enough right there. I mean, if he can put up with that, put up with anything. Uh, but uh, but yes, Bart is the pastor of First Baptist Church Farmersville, who reported 14 baptisms in 2021. Average 320 in weekly worship and uh, has collected uh, $1,189,783 of total undesignated receipts with 145528 which is 12.23% given through the cooperative program. In addition, gave 64713 to the 2021 Lottie Moon Christmas offering and another $17,397 to other Great Commission causes. This is a normal-sized church uh, with a very generous heart uh, to give through the cooperative program. Uh, Annie, Lottie, all of that good stuff. They're also active with missions, church planting. And uh, so it's really cool to see a nominee uh, with the baptisms being recorded, a generous uh, gift through the cooperative program and so forth. And uh, just a few other details, he's a graduate of Baylor University and has both his MDiv and PhD from Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. And uh, he and his wife, Tracy, have two teenage kiddos and uh, that they adopted many years ago. So, Jay Allen, any thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, um, I, I think Bart's a great choice. If you are one of the seven people that follow me on social media, you know that that's no secret uh, that I'm I'm thrilled that Bart's been running. Uh, I've not been petitioning him as long and probably as officially as you have, uh, but I have definitely uh, mentioned this to him at least once before, as have uh, lots of other folks. And so I'm excited about Bart running. But I tell you one of the other things that I'm legitimately excited about uh, is the fact that of the three people that their names are out there to be nominees, of course, they're they're not nominees yet because they've not been nominated. Yep. Uh, two of these are normative-sized church pastors, uh, which is something that I have been talking about since probably 2009 when I really started paying close attention to what was going on in the convention. Um, and there's a legitimate shot 
at a normative size pastor being president of the Southern Baptist Convention. I'm not against large church pastors, uh, but so often we've heard, well, they just can't do it. Uh, it, it's just not feasible. There are too many demands. Uh, when reality, um, other than, you know, there, there's appointments they have to make. There are certain meetings that they have to make, and they have to be um, the moderator of a very large and cantankerous business meeting. Um, you know, they don't have to come on Fox News. They don't have to come on CNN. They don't have to preach in all six seminaries. Uh, although whoever's elected, I'm sure they will do some of that stuff as well. Um, I'm just thrilled that somebody uh, who is at a normative size Southern Baptist Church um, is going to be running and and has a legitimate shot at winning. And, you know, the other that's running has a history with the IMB, which is always great as well, uh, and a big um, proponent of the WMU. And, and so interesting kind of platforms that are out there from all three of these guys that are out there. Um, you know, Bart says about becoming an army of peacemakers, and I love that. And and so I'm I'm praying. I have legitimately prayed for all three of these men, and praying for God's will to be done uh, in the SBC. Uh, yeah. So that's the news. Bart Barber will be Lord willing uh, nominated in the annual meeting in Anaheim, and uh, so we'll hopefully have him and maybe the others if they're interested to come on the show and talk about that. Uh, but that's not the only news regarding annual meetings. It's out and about. That's maybe something you're excited about. Uh, you know, maybe if you tempered your expectations a little bit, whatever, you know, you looked kind of interested in it. But this one, I know you're pumped about. And I cannot wait to ask you this question because it was announced today that the SBC Executive Committee is going to hold a special called meeting to discuss not a fellowship meal Sunday or whatever. No, no, they wouldn't do that. They're going to discuss relocating the 2023 annual meeting from Charlotte, North Carolina to New Orleans, Louisiana. And you're so excited about it. And so I, I would love to just hear your thoughts why, why you're so thrilled. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not thrilled. Uh, this is a deep state conspiracy. They heard that I was going to be cooking liver mush in the parking lot, and they said, we just can't have this kind of thing. Uh, and so they decided to move it to Louisiana. See, I was on no. the, I was on the fence about this until you said that. Now that I know I would be in your backyard and you'd be fixing liver mush and we would probably have to go live with me eating liver mush, I am thrilled now that it's going to be in New Orleans. Yes, yeah, so I'm I'm, bu I'm very bummed. Uh, not about not cooking liver mush, and I'll, I'll, you know liver mush. In all seriousness, I, we talked about pulling my pig cooker, uh, which has the name the Parsons Pulpit, and cooking barbecue. Um, and then the the director of missions for the Metrolina Baptist Association in Charlotte volunteered to have a giant potluck. Um, you know, I, I'm disappointed because I love my state of North Carolina. Uh, Charlotte is not my favorite city. Uh, in North Carolina, but I was thrilled about having the annual meeting here, uh, especially with it being in Anaheim this year. Not me not being able to go to Anaheim because of the cost. You know, I can drive to Charlotte. A lot of people in the Southeast can drive to Charlotte, but there is breathe. there is joy. There, yes, I need to breathe. Uh, there is joy with my sorrow. The reason that we're having to move to New Orleans 
uh, is the executive committee has looked at trends from Birmingham and Nashville and even looking forward to Anaheim. And uh, we are always thrilled to see more people participating in the process. Uh, I wholeheartedly preach all the time cooperation necessitates participation, and that means showing up and being in the room. But the problem is there are too many people in the room where it happens. And they did not estimate that Charlotte would be big enough for the anticipated crowd. And so they had to find another location. And Jonathan Howe wrote about this in the Baptist Press article. I'm sure Matt can put that in the show notes if you've not read that already. Uh, Charlotte couldn't house them. And so they looked at as many venues as possible throughout the Southeast. And either the venues were not large enough when they were available or they... um, just weren't large enough. And so places weren't big enough or available at the time. And the one place that they found that was both large enough to hold a bunch of you crazy Southern Baptists out there uh, and was also available is in New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, it's just sad because it's it's been uh, 12 years uh, or 10 years, I think, since it was in New Orleans. And it hasn't been in Greensboro in North Carolina since 2006, where Wiley Drake beat J.D. Greer for second vice president. And so is there a conspiracy there? I don't know. Uh, Maybe they're trying to keep Wiley down. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that. I know there will be more news between now and Anaheim and thereafter, because Baptists have a way of making waves and making news as the days go on. And uh, speaking of as the days go on, Today is Monday, the day after Easter, but Jesus is just as risen today as he was yesterday. But let's talk a little bit about that Easter lunch, because if we tried to eat that Easter lunch or that Easter dinner every single day to celebrate Jesus's resurrection, we would all be the size of, I don't know, we would gain a lot of weight if we did that. So Jay Allen, what is on the dining room table at the Murray household for Easter? Well, uh, not our dining room table because we always go to families' houses, but uh, you got to have ham, Easter ham. You know, we are under the new covenant, and so ham's always a big deal. Uh, kind of with uh, Southern stuff, uh, Hope uh, always makes some really good potato salad and deviled eggs. Um, matter of fact, I had some of that leftover for supper last night. Um, Also, mustard greens. My mother-in-law always fixes mustard greens. That's a very Southern thing. Uh, Try not to vomit over there, Matt. We we love some mustard. Um, Lima beans, another great Southern dish. Uh, I made pineapple casserole one time for an event because I wanted some. I hadn't had any in like over a year. And now every time we have a family gathering, I have to bring pineapple casserole. You're not familiar with that looking at your face, I don't think. Uh, It's pineapple and cheddar cheese, Ritz crackers, and melted butter. Uh, It sounds disgusting, but it's delicious. It's kind of a sweet and savory, sweet and salty kind of thing. Um, Maybe you can try it someday. Maybe. Maybe. Um, If you have me preach an Easter revival or something at your church, I'll eat it. Sounds good. Uh, So we... But, you know, lots of other typical stuff. Yeah, we had uh, a little less because it's just us and, and my mom. She came over. And she brought a ham. Uh, she brought some potato salad and some baked beans. And then we had like some dinner rolls or whatever. And uh, I think you're going to hate what I did. Uh, but I took the dinner rolls. I got two of them, sliced them open, and I put two pieces of ham on the dinner roll and then a dollop of pimento cheese. 
So is that a eat or a pass from you? Uh, it's acceptable. Um, I don't know that I would eat it, um, but I, I, I wouldn't be against it. I, I like ham on rolls. We always buy rolls. Um, and I always buy ham when they're on sale. And today I cooked the ham, as a matter of fact, and that's what we had for supper with some Hawaiian rolls. And uh, I will probably eat a ham sandwich at some point tomorrow with copious amounts of Duke mayonnaise, Duke's mayonnaise in between two slices of fresh white bread. So I'll approve it. I, I, I probably wouldn't do that with pimento cheese. I, I kind of like my pimento cheese with pimento cheese, unless it's on a burger. That's about the only exception. I, uh, I, I'm also pretty amazed at how delicious, just straight out of the fridge, turkey and ham is. Like, you know, either, you know, your baked, your roasted, whatever turkey, or certainly this ham or whatever, just popping it out of the fridge, even before you heat it up or whatever you're going to do for the, for the lunch or whatever. I don't think there's anything I've ever eaten that's better to me cold than turkey and ham. Now cooked, of course, uh, don't eat cold, <laughs> like don't dig into just a, a room temp uh, turkey that hadn't been cooked. That's a good way to die. But uh, when it's been cooked, whew, that's good. I love that. So anything it, else? It, it is good. Uh, the only thing saltier in my house right now than that ham is me about moving the convention from <laughs> Charlotte to New Orleans. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I love you. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I love you too, Matt, uh, but that's not going to get the convention in Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> well, send us out, man. Well, friends, we are so glad that you joined us today at the Potluck. We hope that you've had your fill and you're full, uh, full of Easter food and Southern Baptist news. We hope that you will join us again. Same Baptist time, same Baptist hour. Stay Baptist, my friends.